The Golden Knights' point streak ends in Anaheim on Sunday night with a rare regulation loss to the Ducks, 4-2. We break down the VGK loss on Sunday and Saturday's shutout win over the Colorado Avalanche on this edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the beginning of a brand new week. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast and please subscribe to the YouTube channel that is Locked On Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Locked On NHL for $20 off of your first purchase. Chris, Sunday night, Golden Knights losing in regulation in Anaheim. It was the first time since last March in Edmonton. And their streak of points in consecutive games for this season, it ends at 12. Uh, the Ducks scoring four goals in five shots in the third period as they erased a 2 to nothing Golden Knights lead. Barbashev and Eichel uh, scoring goals for the VGK. Bruce Cassidy afterwards uh, was talking about uh, the back-to-back, yes, their second of the season. He said he was not dissatisfied, however, with the team's effort in that loss. He said there were no major breakdowns, which was pretty good on his end. He called it one of VGK's best defensive games of the season. He also said that some pucks had eyes for Anaheim, uh, citing that uh, maybe perhaps there was some puck luck involved. Hey, the only puck that I know that has eyes is Peter Puck, for crying out loud. Let me back that up. Um, so Cassidy's comments about the game were spot on, starting by the third period. His comments were that Anaheim had three high danger chances. All three found the back of the net. And Cassidy almost went down the path. He said, we talk about timely goals and timely saves. He wasn't taking a shot necessarily, but he almost went down the path. Well, if we just had one more save, but almost, he, he, he held almost it back. Did. He held it back. He wanted so, to so bad. He wanted to so bad for LT last night. No, exactly. There you go. Um, but Cassidy was extremely, what a difference a year makes. Last year, Aiden Hill was the one getting those comments. Um, mm. But Cassidy, extremely complimentary, like you said. Um, he sees the big picture, and it's the the process before results mentality. He was happy about their defensive effort, but let's talk about the fact that the team was down, again, half of their starting defensemen. No Martinez, and kind of a, a funny interaction I had with uh, Kevin behind me, uh, my season ticket day one bestie. There you go. Um, Saturday, we were I was at the game in seats. I didn't do the media stuff. I was actually in the game with my son, Christopher. So much, so good to do that again. I haven't done enough of that. I feel bad, but it was nice to finally do that again. But... Martinez, we saw him take that shot. We saw him take that shot in, in the in the Avalanche game. I think it's Bo Byram, you told me, or something like that. And he was hurt, and he was laboring. And I turn around to Kevin, and I'm like, if there's one person I'm not worried about in pain after blocking a shot, it's Alec Martinez. He's fine. And then, lo and behold, you text me and said he was sore from that. So I just got to wonder. Like, I think Alec Martinez probably has a broken arm. 
I mean this jokingly, folks. My point is Alec Martinez is a warrior. He, he's a, a warrior times 100, whatever you can call that. And if Alec Martinez is missing a game due to blocking a shot, imagine how much pain he must be in right now. I'm sure the Golden Knights maybe decided to err a little bit on the side of caution, but how much pain does Alec Martinez have to be in to even tell the medical staff, hey, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm hurting a little bit right now. So, you know, fine game by the Golden Knights. And uh, I got some, but I'll, I'll let Tony go for a second here. I'm rambling too long right now. No, it's okay. So VGK themselves have had their share of puck luck, obviously, uh, to build up, you know, this win streak at the start of the season. And, you know, you did point out to me last night when we were texting each other, the Cassidy gets awfully mad after wins. Was this one of those games that released some pressure off of this team? Because the pressure of continuing to win, I feel, just continued to build for the VGK. Ashley Vice asked uh, William Carlson about that after the game, and Carlson handled it well. He basically, kind of the same way you said it. Um, but in Swedish. But in and Swedish. Exactly, yes. And his point streak ended as well, so I know Tony did a cartwheel about that. But he was the number to, one star last night without scoring. <laughs> back to Carlson's <laughs> comments. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he made the comment, you never want to lose. It doesn't matter the situation. And right. he does it in a very, like, kind of calming and soothing manner. I don't know how to explain it. You just got to kind of watch him talk and explain things. But the script of this game, and I, I don't mean script as in an, an NFL rigged type of script. That's not what I'm saying at all, guys. So don't say this, please. But Anaheim came into Sunday's game on a five-game win streak, okay? Four of the five games they won, the Ducks trailed entering the third period. The Golden Knights on the backside of a back-to-back. Didn't use a lot of energy in the Colorado game, but it's still a backside of a back-to-back. And Anaheim had been off since Wednesday night after playing, I think it was St. Louis or Arizona. That's One of those the narrative. Teams. It was Arizona, I think. Yeah. yeah but so that point being is, you that knew narrative is is silly. They kept trying to stress that in the. Point. No, no, no. It's not a narrative. It's simply saying no, that. No, I'm not saying a narrative. No, I'm no, saying no, that the script the was. That was the excuse last night. They talk, They did talk a little. They, they said three and four. I get all that. But my point okay, is four here. And six. Yeah. All that. Okay. My point is here that you kind of felt the buildup coming, right? You know, you kind of felt that Anaheim's a really good third period team. I, I pegged this game in, in my in my uh, pregame article on Vegas hockey. Now, Vegas is going to come out strong, not as strong as I would have liked, but Vegas still had a two zero lead going to the third period. But Anaheim was finding their waterfalls. There you go, Tony. Oh, they I were like finding that. their okay. waterfalls, which is another word for a late third duck. I did put that in my pregame article. Actually, okay, that's pretty good. That? Pretty like good. That? Kudos. Um, so you felt it coming, and if there's a turning point in this game, looks like Chris is coming already. Um, if there's a turning point in this game for me, it's Jack Eichel not converting on that shorthanded breakaway opportunity early in the third. If that mm-hmm. finds the, and I'm not knocking Jack, but if no, that no. finds the back of the net, this game's over. Now, if we are going to knock a little bit on, on Eichel here, oh, unfortunately, man. he had his pocket picked. Uh, I think it was the By second Mintikoff. goal. Mintikoff uh, on the carrot goal. Yeah, no, he, he got picked. He has pocket picked first. He had a chance to redeem himself. Then he had the noodle stick trying to clear the puck. So. Bad, bad puck luck. There you go. Bad puck luck. You know, but it, this game's not like this. It's not anyone. It, it happens. It happens, right, Chris? It happens. You watch the highlights. What do you think of the game, buddy? I finally predicted right. I you finally predicted right. right. I predicted right. Me too. High five. 
Yeah, high Tony five. predicted uh the the ducks. You predicted the ducks. That's a high five. Tell him, bro. Give him a high five. Man. Put a high five up to the camera, like you're doing. Put the a high right five there. up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't okay. hit my coffee though. All right. Okay. okay so go. the uh, good. <laughs> good to see you, little Chris. It may it makes a little pop noise when you do that. Uh, the ducks last night. Um, they had Adam Henrique with the goal. I see all the powdered sugar on his finger on his lips. That's awesome. His, I love his... it. It looks like some of the media members having too many desserts in the press box at the Raiders game yesterday. Okay, um, so Adam Henrique <laughs> with one goal, Sam Carrick once on a rebound, another on the empty netter. Uh, the goal that really stood out though was that Mason McTavish goal, which was spectacular, I thought, um, off of an unbelievable feed from Frankie Vetrano. That, why you go that was... in front of the net, kids? That's why you go to the front of the net right there, yeah. But and then you know, Cassidy also said that. VGK did not execute at the pace that they normally do. And we saw, again, what, do you really, do you blame fatigue at some point though? Seriously, in all honesty, was blame? there some, like, like the, I think it's part of, I think it's part of the ingredients you throw in the blender. Um, you still gotta go out there and play an NHL game. I mean, listen, are we going to blame fatigue for the golden Knights winning their back-to-back last Saturday against the Kings? Now the Kings right. also were on the backside of a back-to-back. Oh my but, God. That was bad. That was but, bad. They had to come from Arizona. VGK beat them to Los Angeles. No, and they were four hours ahead of my get it. But the point I'm making is the golden Knights looked like they got stronger throughout that game. Maybe the LA, maybe at the end of the day, it was the LA Kings getting weaker and the golden Knights were able to, their weakness meter stayed stronger than the Kings weakness meter. I don't know how to, how to describe that, but I mean, I, I, it's not as much about the back end of a back to back that gets me, but I think three games and four nights is warrants something like that. And when you take Alec Martinez out of the lineup, just looking at these lines, McNabb and Theodore, uh, they were the top line, but I think they were also a minus two last night, which is unfortunate, but that's obviously that's going to happen. Theodore is minus two. And McNabb was actually McNabb was even, so the lines must have got shuffled throughout the game. That's about the only way that happens. But then you have I lost it already, but I mean, okay. well, it was Pahal and Hutton out there, Hutton. they yeah. were okay against the Yavs. I mean, they were fine in that game. And then Korzak trying to come in with a new, a new partner, you know, with Petra. I mean, Petrangelo's easy to play with, but still, he's coming in with a new defensive partner. So, I mean, uh, listen, yeah. 11, 12 game point streak. Four game, two extended winning streaks. The only downer here is the Golden Knights. For the I don't know how the Guinness Book of World Records comes up with this, but the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, someone hit me with this on. Uh, let's see. Hold on, I gotta give credit. We gotta give credit, right, Tony? That's how this works in the okay. In the and world. kiddos, kiddos, before you start complaining about back to backs, BGK again only has eight back to backs. There are teams like the Devils. So they only got have six 15, more than. Is a better way to say that they only got six more than, but. Now, credit on, man. Joe like, I, I heard people complaining about a back-to-back last night. It's and not, it's not grueling complain. travel. It's, it's from here to stinking Anaheim. Quit it. No. Just quit it. So, real quick credit. Uh, Joe B hits me up, one of our uh, everydayers that follows the show pretty closely. Um, the Guinness Book of World Records labeled the 20, 2008 Ottawa Senators as the team with the best ever starts in the history of the nhl and i believe it was 26 points in the first 14 games so oh, the wow. gold knights needed a pair of victories to uh to match that unfortunately that's not going to happen but uh still pretty good starts now the team has some time off and uh yeah i think i think we have an injury segment in number two so i'm gonna stop that's talking coming about up injuries right that's now. right coming Segway. up next 
Coming up next, you know what? I think we'll talk about the current VGK injury situation. Was that on and our the list? D-man, yeah, it's up there. Injury bug has returned. Uh, D-man depletion, if you will. D-man depletion. That. Ooh, article. <laughs> well, I'm taking that. That's that, that Vegas hockey down in three hours, folks. Come on, man. I'm just layups, brother, on the first that, day that, of basketball. That is a layup. That's a layup. College hoops today. Our update next really? on Locked On Golden Knights. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Game Time has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute seats. So find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy like here, theater, and, of course, the National Hockey League in VGK. With zone deals, you pick the location, the section, and game time will pick the seats for you for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee, that means that you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section now for less, game time will credit you with 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app today. Create an account. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you will get $20 off the first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem with the code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. We are back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Find us wherever you get your podcast, and please uh, make sure to tune in on Fridays for WTF. That's what the Friday, but Friday now seems such a long, long way away. Uh, VGK suffering the other another injury, I should say, to a blue liner, as Chris had uh, spoken about there. Uh, when Alex Martin, Alec Martinez, Alec Martinez missed uh, last night's game with that injury, the upper body injury, it was uh, the fifth time, Chris, that he has been scratched in 13 games. Now, I was just going through the lineup there of all the blue liners. Um, Alex Petrangelo has missed five games. Nick Haig missed his third game on Sunday. Of course, we have Zach Whitecloud on LTIR. Only Shea Theodore, Braden McNabb among the defensemen that have played each and every game. And Braden Pahal has played in 11 games. Ben Hutton, eight, Caden Korzak, seven. And so, you know, Bruce Cassidy did speak to this a little bit last week about losing a lot of the defensemen and that injury bug, as you spoke about it. And it's been affecting the way that VGK can play on a nightly basis because you get that chemistry with a regular pairing. Your mic's not on. Talking about chemistry and stuff. Sorry about oh, that. I was making talking. some really terrible noises with my nose and my throat. So, you know, that goes early in the morning. Um, talking about chemistry, the team is 11-1-1 right now. You don't achieve that type of record if you don't have complete trust and buy-in of a system. But the system needs to be successful. The system needs to be a system that you know works. 
And the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup on Bruce Cassidy's system. So we know the system works. So now it is on Cassidy to keep the players up to speed, keep them engaged in practice, make sure they keep their practice habits the right way. And it's on the players to be able to go anywhere in the lineup. We're basically stressing on the defense right now because that's obviously where all the injuries are happening, a little bit on the forwards, but really the the top nine forwards have stayed healthy so far, knock on wood. It's not going to last because everyone's getting hurt, and that's just how things happen in Vegas. So long story longer, this is a major credit to Cassidy's system to be able to plug and play. We're not even talking – I mean, Ben Hutton obviously is a vet. I think he's 30 years old, 29 years old, whatever it is. He's been around for a while. But Korzak and Pahal, the job that they're doing for this team – cannot be overlooked especially as the season progresses they're playing i mean they've probably played with every player right now of the nine defensemen that have appeared in games korzak and pahal i almost called them korzy i almost sound like coach there for a second korzak and korzy and pickles there you go tony korzy and pickles uh they have (laughs) been on dj pickles dj there you go dj pickles yes they've played with i think every single player at some point every single defensive pairing so you know, give these guys a ton of credit for learning the game, learning quickly, grasping the situation that they have right now, because this obviously is going to boost their stock when it comes time to, you know, get a real NHL contract. They're both, they're both, I think, under 25 RFAs. So they're, they're not going to get, you know, that major payday for a little while longer, but once they do, it's going to be nice and they're earning every single penny. And if this team obviously win, or if this team is in contention for, the division, the conference, and obviously once playoffs start, these guys are playing a huge part into the long-term success. And my God, what happens if this team does get back to full health in the playoffs again? Like this is happening. We're, we haven't talked about Zach. Zach Whitecloud is friggin' skating right now. And we haven't even talked about that. That's how underlooked his situation is. And that's a credit to what Korzak and Pahal are doing. Nothing against White Cloud. Um, my guess is you probably won't see White Cloud maybe on Wednesday, but I think he'll make his debut uh, Friday in uh, that scrimmage ECHL game against the Sharks. The Barracuda. The, oh, they're playing the Sharks. The Barracuda are better than, no. If they played the Barracuda, it'd be a tougher game. Yeah, that would be a tougher game. You're right. You're absolutely right there. Um, Alec Martinez, interesting because with all of these block shots during the course of his career, sooner or later, it's going to take a toll. And I, I can't imagine his body. No, why, why, why would it? It hasn't yet. I can't. His Dude's body 50 years old. It. it hasn't bothered him yet. You know what? He reminds me of Mark Stone starting to break down a season ago. That's what it reminds me of right now. Because every shot, it seems, maybe is amplified that hits Sure. No, I mean, there's just so much wear and tear on this guy. He's amazing. He blocks every single shot. It was Bo Byram the other night, and it got him on the right arm, and he comes back and plays the rest of the game. But yesterday must have been really sore, probably swollen, and you know what? They didn't need to force it to put him in the lineup last night. They didn't. No, and I'm with you on that. I'm going to hit one of the next two days' worth of skates or practices, probably tomorrow, I think. And that's definitely my question. If Martinez if Martinez practices and is made available after afterwards, it's – how hard do you have to be hit to tell the trainers, hey, something maybe doesn't feel right right now? I want to know what his answer is. He'll probably that start, start talking question. about the Detroit Lions because he doesn't care about that. But point being is, I'll go back to what I said in segment one. 
he must have in whatever whoever that makes the pucks right now it must say that like on his shoulder or something like that with like all the little <laughs> like rubber nubbings we actually saw this once uh, me and christopher went down to the glass for warm-ups or for whatever it was and a puck had hit the glass i got a picture of it on my on one of my phones somewhere but it literally said like the puck name manufacturer on the glass for a minute there that's how hard and like how perfect the puck made contact with the glass so that's what it must say alec martinez got a new tattoo i think on saturday from bo byron oh ouch it's got to be welt on top of welt and then talk about the significance of nick Waz's injury uh, he's played in just seven games right now. I mean, Nick Waugh is obviously one major third of what we're still going to, at least what I'm going to call the best fourth line in the NHL right now. And I don't have Nick quiet. They've been of sort of quiet, right? I mean, they're not I mean, you know, Well, Carey's or... got a couple goals. I think he's got, right, Carey's I mean, got, they're... what, two goals in three games right now? Yeah, no, no. Carrier's doing very well. Carrier, but I mean, good job, good job. As far as just making an impact, they're being the starting line no 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 that's setting, in, setting that tempo and, and just setting the tone of games um i will say i thought in, in my little notes like i was watching the game while i was working so kind of like i have to face forward you know as i'm breaking and opening packs of cards but like how you guys see me look off in the distance i'm not you know just looking off in the distance my screen is over here right now so i can see tony like this um, what are you looking at right now on that side? Are you looking at what the neighbor's making for breakfast? or what's I got a big wall there? here, and okay. I can see my neighbor's house. Unfor- well, maybe fortunately or unfortunately, but breakfast sounds good, actually, right about now. What the heck were you talking about? Um, injuries. Okay. Uh, Nick Wah. Nick Wah. So, yeah, but Nick Wah, you're not seeing as much of the fourth line starting games anymore. Um, a little bit you're seeing it, but not as much as you know, without Nick Wah in there. And what I was going to talk about, uh, Brett Howden, I thought Brett Howden was noticeable, at least in the first period of last night's game. Howden has taken his role when he is on the fourth line, and he's changed it just a little bit. He's obviously a center, so that changes a lot, number one. But number two, he's buying into the fact that he's on the energy line. He's throwing his body around. He's trying to make an impact by, you know, Putting someone through the through the through the glass while they're eating nachos with Alec Martinez or something like that. So, <laughs> um, my question is, and this may never be a question that's going to be answered because injuries are going to pile up. Pavel Gorfiev, I feel like his borderline played himself into the lineup. Mm-hmm. What happens when all top twelve forwards are healthy? You know, you look at someone like Amadio and wonder if maybe Amadio sits for a little bit, and you set up a third line of that would be a bad move. I just again, I you think, think scratching Amadio is a bad move in favor of Dorfiev. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I think I think Amadio is doing so many different intangible things that he's really no, and that's right, and, and he's just getting buried in games right now. That's the only problem with Amadio. He's not playing substantial minutes, right? Right, and it's nothing on him. He he doesn't get out get out there on the power play unless there's a bunch of injuries. And on the penalty kill, I would say he's like the third pairing or fourth pairing even that's going to go out there and you're not going to see the third or fourth pairing a lot. Um, one thing I do want to talk about really fast here, and then we'll, we'll move on. Um, is how bad the nighttime app is. And, no, 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 the, no, no. I've, I've, I've dodged that bullet. I've had good okay, luck with I'll it. I'll save it for Friday. I'll save it for Friday. Save that for Friday. But I'll um, save uh, seeing eye pucks too for, for Friday as well. Um, I don't got the shift chart in front of me, but if there's one minor criticism why is Bruce Cassidy like quadruple and quintuple and whatever's after that shifting the first power play unit right now? Yeah, 
Yeah. Why is there no trust? I'll say this again. Why is there no trust? And this is a maybe I'll, I'll you know sugarcoat a little bit, but this is all a good good presser question. Why are we not seeing the Carlson line, Tony, out there as much no, you're on right. the power play? Because I mean, they scored a big power play goal. I believe it was the Philadelphia game. Yes, uh, yeah, no, I was it. thinking the same thing last night. They and, definitely played that top power play unit. A long I mean, time. They're, 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 he's he's doing the Jay Woodcroft thing where, Ooh. you know, if it's a two minute power play, Dry Seidel and McDavid play for two minutes, and I mm-hmm. get that if you're in Edmonton. I also get that if you're an idiot coach that does know how to run a bench. But Cassidy is not that guy. Cassidy is a brilliant coach, and he'll he'll obviously have a good reason for doing it, and I'm sure he'll have a great explanation for it. Um, Jay Woodcroft, on the other hand, I hope his resume is up to date because uh, dude's going to be unemployed in a little while. Coming up next, we'll take a look back. It seems like such a long time ago at the victory over the Colorado Avalanche. I was going to say that. Game, I was going to say that. The front end of the back-to-back. When we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Hey, fans! Score right now with the NFL season on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five-dollar money line bet. That's right. $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action than right now. The app is so, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including point spreads, and a lot of people took that Raider uh, game plus one or minus one, wherever it landed, and took it to the bank yesterday. They played with a lot of emotion, Chris. Uh, player props, you've got totals, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, and you can kick off this NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. Welcome back. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick, Monday edition of Lockdown Golden Knights. Thanks for making us your very first listen each and every day. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights, and the next VGK game will be on Wednesday against the L.A. Kings when they come into town. I have to ask you, Chris, you were there on Saturday night. Did VGK in the 7 to nothing shutout win over the Colorado Avalanche, did they expend too much energy in that game on the front end of the back-to-back? No. I mean, when you win 7 nothing, it's not exactly um, – I mean, there was some uh, – some physical moments in the game, some, you know, little things happening in front of the net. But no, I mean, it's no. I mean, I know I'm walking into something right now. or I'm setting you up for a comment. But no, I mean, the Golden Knights, when you win seven to nothing, there's not a lot that goes wrong as far as energy. I'm and trying stuff to like find that. an excuse. I'm trying to find excuses. How about we give Anaheim credit for playing a good game? How about we do that? Of course. And and you know what? It was I know on boring. Cassidy's I know, I know Golden Knight fans hate to do that, but let's give Anaheim some credit. They played well. They They're won a good six team this year. I know. They're they won on year. the road at yeah. Boston during this win streak. They won at uh, Pittsburgh and Philly, I think, in a back-to-back. Uh, they also beat Carolina, and they beat the VGK. This is and imagine if team. Trevor's egress actually starts doing something. He's playing. Oh my goodness. He's not playing good hockey right now. He's playing bad you know, hockey right now. Uh, you know, a sign of him playing bad hockey. They had too many men on the ice, and they said egress. You know, go to the penalty box. Now that's but him. that's that, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> like Dorofiev is that guy and, and Kolasar is that guy for the Golden Knights too. But yeah, <laughs> but still, he just signed a new contract and he's been stinko. Uh, yeah. Aiden Hill Saturday night, forty-one saves. 
Mark Stone, a couple of goals and two assists. One of his goals was shorthanded. Jack Eichel had two, two goals. goals. Two, two shorties for Mark Stone. Two shorties. Okay. Shorties. Uh, Jack First Eichel. time in franchise history. Oh, okay. Uh, you never know what's going to come up in this show. Uh, Jack Eichel had two goals. He's on a heater right now. Yes. Uh, William Carlson, two goals. His point streak came to an end at what, nine? How many games there are? Was it nine yesterday? It was Whatever. something like that. It was a lot. Yeah, it was up okay. Three. And uh, Will Carrier also, Carrier also had a goal for VGK. So they got some balance scoring. Uh, they don't play the Avalanche again until January the 10th. It's rigged schedule, rigged. It's rigged. There'll be a different team then. But what's wrong with the Avalanche? Uh, shut out on the, on the road for a third consecutive game. Uh, they lost wow. at Philly and Pittsburgh, four to nothing, four to nothing, and then seven to nothing against the VGK. So three road games, they've given up 15 goals, and they haven't scored. And now they go home, I think, for three straight. They start with the Devils. I think it's on Tuesday night, I thought I saw on the schedule. But, yeah, what's wrong with this team? That's a good question. Um I think they're going to figure it out. I mean, I think that's the that's that's the layup perspective here. But I mean, I don't know when things go wrong. Like Nate McKinnon, he just has he's I hate to call someone a baby, but he just has these meltdowns when things aren't going well, and you just wonder like how easily rattled he gets. And I mean, McKinnon is a world talent. Like, let's be clear about this here. But when he checks out of games, he checks out pretty hard. And um, I was handed a memo on the way out. This is pretty cool, actually. So we know the Avalanche uh, had the mom's trip. Mom's trip. Yeah. You know, they lost 7-0. And, and and they had to be tired. Mothers. They had to be tired from playing bingo at Red Rock. Bingo and in the penny slots and, and, and all that, definitely. So next year, the Avalanche are taking the moms to San Jose for that game. <laughs> They're going to be in San Jose. They want to have a better experience for them. They're not going to, bingo. you know, I don't know about the casino situation up in Northern, Northern California, but it's a much safer game. I mean, the, the San Jose Sharks need to be relegated to like, not even the ECHL. Like this no, is not just the ECHL, whatever, like whatever is like two steps lower. Like I, I what's, the CM, what's the one that you can't the have? Q, the, the, oh, the the, the 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 Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Yeah, they'll, they'll those kids will wipe the floor. There's with no the fighting. Sharks too, right? There's now. no fighting allowed. They'd be perfect. Yeah, mind. exactly. But I mean, they just have arguments off the ice. And the Sharks probably beat the Golden Knights Friday at T-Mobile. Well, the mom's chirping. Could you hear the mom's chirping there at T-Mobile? I was trying to see where they were sitting. Um, I couldn't tell. They were in a suite. Where, yeah, they yeah, they're in a suite, obviously, and they're all wearing abs gear, so it should be yeah. easy to spot, obviously. But I, we're up in the corner in the back of 217. I, I did see them so and Taylor Swift. They, they showed they showed both of them. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Man, I got Travis Kelsey on fantasy and my fantasy team, and when when Taylor doesn't show up to games, I get hosed. So I'm a Swifty right now, okay? I'm a Swifty. Bring Taylor Swift back to all the, the Chiefs games my fantasy team can get going. But Colorado, good team. They're going to figure things out. I think Bednar, obviously, is a great coach, and it'll take some time. Teams don't click for, you know, all 82 games. We've seen this with the Golden Knights, and if we're going to compare from a season-over-season season perspective, this is about the time last year. And it lasted for almost two months where things just weren't right for a little for a little while right there. Cassidy's teams have hot starts. They have good finishes in the middle. Sometimes they slow down a little bit. Is that a knock on Cassidy? I don't think so. He's pretty good at what he does. He's got a Stanley Cup. And I don't think he's ever not had a season in the playoffs when he's ran a bench right now. So he's, he's okay. And maybe if the team does take their foot off the gas for 
a month or so and play some middling hockey, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Get the team back to health because this team is capable of having a stronger playoff run than last year's team. That's how good they've been, at least for the first uh, 12 games right now. Okay, through three games, where are we at with point total? So VGK now, currently three games, four points. You had uh, 17 was your prediction for the month. I had 16, and so that's where we're at. But a lot more is coming up, fans. Uh, relax on Twitter. Holy smokes. Like, Speaking I mean, of totals, human. remember this is the Bedard count. It's still going, guys. So this this is, guys, I'm, I'm opening Wow, it's you had to start to, the sideways. Uh, this five. is so I lost a marker on this side. You can tell so really fast what you're looking at here, guys. If you're on audio, you're not seeing this, obviously. But no, you're definitely. I opened up uh, boxes of. It's like upper a seeing deck. eye puck, sort of. If exactly. You're yes. Just tuning in on audio. I open up uh, boxes of 23, 24 upper deck series one, and there's a special Connor Bedard card. It's pretty rare, hard to find. You should find it like about every like. Like every two of these tallies, you should find one. So about every 50, 50 or so boxes, you should find one. It has been, this is 100 in the middle here, and that's 20 up here. It's been 120 boxes. I have not found a Connor Bedard hit. So you said something about tallies or something. We were talking about I don't know point, tally, point totals for November. So that's oh, yeah. that's my November. What's going to happen first? The Golden Knights uh, hit 17, 17 points, or I pull that Bedard card. I don't know. Or San Jose wins a game. Ooh, that, there, the there it is right there. There, there, yeah, there There's the pull right there. What happens first? Golic pulls a Bedard or the Sharks win a game? Throw it out there, man. We like the attention. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll be talking about uh, everything Golden Knights, and uh, the preview won't happen until Wednesday against the Kings, uh, but hopefully we get some injury updates today and all of that. For my man, Chris Golic. They're, the They're not getting anything today. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. We'll get nothing today. Should be a, we'll should make be a day off stuff. today. I could be wrong, but it should be a day you off. You know what? Today. Maybe I'll write some notes on a napkin. That'll be our show. For Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.